0: Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. I'm Josh Horowitz. For those of you that have been listening to the podcast, thanks for continuing. And for those of you who are new, welcome aboard. This is a good place to start off because uh, this week's guest, every week we try to talk to some of the most interesting actors and filmmakers working today. And this week's guest certainly fits the bill. Um, Since I started the podcast, a few names have definitely you know, bubbled up on Twitter for people that people uh, want me to talk to, um, and uh, I am very happy to deliver one that has been very much uh, requested. Uh, this week's guest is, of course, Kristen Stewart, who, um, in you know, she's still so young, but has has just crafted such an amazing career. I mean, even you know, throw away the Twilight movies, which you shouldn't because they are a huge part of pop culture in the last five, ten years, Um, but, you know, films like Panic Room way back when and Into the Wild, uh, Adventureland, and three movies that we actually touch on here today um, all speak to her um, talent in front of the camera and her her interest and in, 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 in willingness to push herself in really cool areas. Um Kristen is certainly unique. Um, you know, I, I've I've had a chance to probably I, I feel like I've talked to Kristen Stewart maybe more than any other journalist on the planet, thanks to MTV's um long coverage of Twilight and uh it's, uh, it's been great to kind of get to know her over the years and to see her grow, and uh, hopefully you're going to hear a more candid, um, relaxed Kristen than maybe you're expecting to, um, you know, sometimes on talk shows she can seem a little bit ill at ease because, frankly, that's not her favorite place to be. But um, this is an extended conversation, and I think uh, you'll get to uh, know the Kristen Stewart that I know a little bit in this one. Uh, three movies I want to mention here, one of which is coming out pretty soon, uh, Camp X-Ray which is um, a really interesting small film Kristen did uh, about her uh, the character's experience as a Guantanamo Bay guard. Uh, that comes out October 17th in limited release, also on VOD. Um, I also got a chance to see a movie called Still Alice, which you guys are going to hear a lot about, which opens up in December uh, with Kristen and Julianne Moore as a woman with early onset Alzheimer's. Al Baldwin's in it. It's a really heartbreaking movie, but a really well-done one. Um, and we also talk a little bit about The Clouds of Sils Maria, which has been kind of doing the festival circuit, uh, in which uh, Kristen is great in. She plays the personal assistant to a big movie star, played by Juliette Binoche. Um, so it's kind of cool to see Kristen back in kind of like independent film, um, you know, the independent film world uh, world she's definitely comfortable in. Uh, and, and just a treat to have her in my office uh, to shoot the shit a little bit. I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. Um, as always, hit me up on Twitter, tell me what you think, spread the word, my Twitter handle's Joshua Horowitz, and, uh, and s- subscribe to us on iTunes, okay guys? Um, but without any further ado, here is the lovely Kristen Stewart. Are you taking me in my office? What do you, what are you It's spying? interesting, this is your office? This is my office. Oh, wow. What do you think?
1: Um. Does this reflect me, that you imagined? It's cute. It's funny, yeah. I'm in the lion's lair. <laughs>
0: Wow. That's, that's my nickname around Hollywood, the lion. The lion. Yeah. <laughs> Dude.
1: Um, Among other things, it's fine. Yeah, it's good. Do You have an office? Do you have like? Another... I do have an office in my house. Yeah. And what's in it? Um, lots of keepsakes, um, lots of framed photos, like gifts off from movies and stuff. Um,
0: do you, Do you make a point, uh, at this point now, for each film to keep a me- me- memento, or does it just kind of happen naturally? Where like you have something that just kind of emerges.
1: It happens pretty naturally. Yeah. Sometimes I get to the end of something and I go, I don't have anything and then I make it a point to grab something.
0: Yeah. But so I mean obviously um you know I know your your parents obviously were and are uh, in the in the industry and, and I, I would think that given what they do and what they did, do do you feel like that affected kind of like your attitude on sets? Like do you have a greater appreciation of like the crew and sort of like everyone's role on a set. Um
1: Yeah, I mean, my first step into the business was solely because I idolized my parents and thought it was so cool that they went to work and came home with so many stories and, like, lived such rich lives that, you know, not everyone's parents can say that they, like, love their job the way that my parents did. And um, I was always so curious about what they did when they went off for 18 hours a day or when my mom went to Thailand for three months and then came back for six. It was like, you know... um, Something that I wanted to be a part of. And so, uh, yeah, I think also I would have done anything, you know, I I feel like a crew member on movies. Like I, I hate that separation that sometimes is um, like forced upon, you know, people are intimidated and think that there's this dividing line between like, you know. Yeah. the actors and the director and the producers and then the crew, I just, I I try to abolish that immediately. As soon as I get on a set, it's like, no, man, we're all doing all this, this very much together. Yeah. yeah,
0: That must piss you off when you see, I'm sure there are experiences when there's an actor or whatever, we're not going to name names, but mm-hmm. like, when they're like holier than thou and think that they're... It's different. just
1: awful. It yeah. just makes for a uh, nobody nobody wants to be around that nobody's going to feel proud and happy at the end of the day to think that we all contributed and did something cool and yeah. learned and blah 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 it's just is like yeah it's a bummer I hate I've been lucky though I haven't really worked with assholes <laughs> um, a couple but <laughs> can't even remember Yeah.
0: so wh- what was the do you do any of the visits to any of those sets of your parents um, strike a significant chord growing up was it one in particular that jumps out at you
1: um, my mom worked with a director named Brian Levant for a number of years mm-hmm. who did, like, kids movies. A lot movies. of kids movies, yeah, yeah. and, yeah, and I so remember. I was, like, it was so, f- I, we, I was an extra in the Flintstones. Right. Um, there was just one day where I was like, this is so cool, and he was like, go put on a tunic, and I was like, yes! <laughs> um, I don't know, like, Christmas movies. I remember, I think she did Jack Frost. That was really fun seeing, like, a fake snow set. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so, um, well, uh, tell me this. I mean, so, like the first, okay. So you, you had a, a, b- a bunch under your belt already. Even by the time you did uh, Panic Room, right? Mm. But was Panic Room something like, like the first one where you were like a key enough member, where you're doing press for the movie and mm-hmm. you're kind of like a part of kind of the the talent, quote unquote, that is helping promote it?
1: Um, yeah, I did one movie before Panic Room, and uh, so my my first taste of having to do interviews about movies was on that. And I, it, even even then, like, it, it started there. I was so scared. I just, like, I just took it too seriously. I was just, I remember I did this interview in a surf shop in the valley, like, down the street from my house because, like, a friend owned it. Right. And I walked in and they were setting up, like, chairs and cameras and microphones and, like, at, you know, an ele- I was 11 or 12 Once we once the movie finally came out and we, like, started doing stuff for it. I was, like baffled by my responsibility to sell and talk about <laughs> this, this be on personal me. I already experience my job. yeah <laughs> yeah it's still kind of baffles me but like it you know
0: so it was um what about the actual experience because i know you've talked obviously over the years a lot about panic room but it strikes me like fincher is not the typical experience for any actor mm. i just saw gone girl which is amazing i don't know if you've i seen haven't seen it enough. yet it's so good um but uh So, like, at that point, did you realize, even then, having done a little bit before then, that this was an anomalous kind of experience, the way he obviously puts actors through the paces in a good way and does a lot of takes, et cetera?
1: Right. Um, I knew because of my mom's experiences with uh, making movies, it was was definitely, like, an elevated, um, much more intensive, vigorous experience. Yeah. Um, I... We shot for so long, too. We were, I was on that movie for, um, like, a total of eight months or something like that. Right. And uh, we rehearsed for two weeks. Then Jody came on. Like, it, right. was, it was this hu- really long... It was, like, a huge chunk of... It was, like, a school year for me. Right.
0: Um, Did Jared's uh, dreads make an impression?
1: <laughs> I still... They haunt your
0: dreams.
1: (laughs) dream of, you know, maybe one day being able to pull those off. That could
0: be your next hairstyle. Yeah. It'll
1: be like Spring Breakers. Exactly. (laughs) I'll get a grill.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Um, So what was, like, were you ever trying to, like, was uh, the goal ever to do, like, a TV series or anything like that? Like, a lot of actors out in L.A. was like, oh, they need to get on the. Right. Was that ever part of it, or was that just something that even then you were like, that's not necessarily my thing?
1: when I was really young before I um, before I did my first few jobs I would audition for commercials and just anything that would any anything sure. that came up um, I was not good at it and I wasn't into it I, I I had so much fun auditioning for movies even the year that I auditioned um, sort of you know it sounds silly now. It was a year. I was nine, but I thought it was a long time. But, like, you know, to no avail. I had so much fun just sitting with directors in rooms and auditioning scenes. Yeah. And, I, and I absolutely hated um, going in for anything that wasn't, you know, like, creatively infused with this energy. It was just, like, so obvious. Even when I was little, it was, like... It was the early
0: BS detector was already coming. Yeah, I was was like, "Uh, I (laughs) want to do a
1: TV series. Like, um, but I would have if I was younger, you know, before. I just got lucky. I just started doing features really young, and so that's where I stayed.
0: So what happens or happened, like, when that kind of thing clicks in your brain for yourself or another actor in the scene? Mm. Like, do you, you, like, scream out, oh that fucking just didn't feel real like are you like
1: yeah constantly there are usually typically at the end of a movie like at every rap party there is a montage cut together for people to watch and laugh at of me just going no fuck (coughs) 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 that was wrong no liar liar um Yeah, I can't go forward. And, you know, a lot of times, like, I all have directors say, like, just hold it. It's fine. I really – I liked it. You know, maybe maybe you lost it for a second, but there was a chance to find it again. And right. if you keep cutting yourself off, like, you know, just don't be it so conscious about probably. it. was momentum probably, yeah. And so I was like, I'm, tr- I'm tr- trying to get better at going forward with things that aren't working. But typically, it's, it's better to not leave that bad taste in your mouth and feel silly. Right. You never want it to be like, you know, you're treading on something that you – you know there's an honor to it and i feel like if you if you mess it up it's like ugh, let's not let's like forget that Yeah. And, yeah start again
0: so is there been an impulse or or a push or a pull then to like push yourself way 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 out of the your comfort zone and something crazy you know say like tomorrow to do like the Judd Apatow comedy that mm. no one would necessarily mm. predict I would love for you. to do
1: something like that i would jump in head first yeah um yeah uh it, yeah i would just uh, you know it's about like Finding the right people—it's about being comfortable and know. Like you know, it's. I just did a movie with um, Drake Doremus. Yeah. And uh, I, I absolutely love him as a filmmaker. His approach is like really really coincides with mine but also like I've had, so, I've had so many people say we're gonna have a genuine experience you know there's no expectation here there's no pressure whatever we wind up doing is what the movie is supposed to be this is us right. we're gonna put ourselves up there that is it no one ever really follows through with that <laughs> there's always expectation there's always that line or some beat or this emotional thing or like you know he, he really likes to have an experience and then figure out what that is sort of like yeah. afterwards and, and you know um so just impulse shapes the movie, and so what I 'm saying is like uh, that's it. i would I would love to do a comedy if it was like uh that that
0: also felt because I would feel so
1: that. much pressure, yeah, I would just be like oh i'm not funny i can't i don't know how right. to... it would have to just be like no, don't even fucking think
0: like that yeah, yeah, just yeah. do
1: it like so I'd have to be with someone really
0: good, so the did did the Drake one, was there a script for that? Like, what, what does it look like? Is there, like, an outline or a script? Because I know, yeah, he does have an He worked on a script
1: this for the first time. Okay. Typically, he uses an outline. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the script was sort of, you read it once to know what you're doing, and then we never, I mean, it was, the script sort of uh, informed, like, what we were supposed to do, but never what we were supposed to say. You know what I mean? It's like...
0: And you, and you shot that, where, like, Singapore? Where were you this summer? What was going on?
1: We were in Tokyo, mainly, and then... Um, Basically, it was, like, a month in Japan and a month in Singapore. It's going to be amazing. It was incredible. (laughs) It was, like... I mean, it was, like, we were on vacation the entire time because we bounced around. um, We were, like, on Awaji Island, and um, we went to, like, drove through Kyoto, and, like, I had never been anywhere but Tokyo. And it's, like, it's one of my favorite places in the world. I love Japan. I love the lifestyle. I love the people. I've never encountered anyone that I had a strange uncomfortable, disrespectful right. thing. They, they, ever, they just really know how to live. <laughs> They've got it all figured out there.
0: Breaking news. Kristen Stewart moves to, to Tokyo. Moving to Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <is> <laughs> <sad>. <laughs> right. Can I visit? I've never been. It sounds lovely.
1: Oh, you would really like it. It's oh, so Hong fascinating. Kong. That
0: was my first rush of Asia recently, and that, that was intense, but it's all, Tokyo is totally different. So yeah.
1: different, yeah. It's like a city of the future. <laughs> Singapore is, for sure. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I think it's only like 50 years old, and it's basically... Malls and right. skyscrapers that look like it's from <laughs> Equals, <laughs> like yeah, from yeah. the movie. like
0: it literally is, a, it's a futuristic city. Amazing. Yeah, my movie saturated mind. I just imagine walking into Blade Runner. I'm a Blade Runner. Oh, <laughs> totally. <That's cool. laughs> um, so uh, we were talking about kind of like that. Yeah, search for authenticity on a set. Like, does it also apply to kind of the actors that that you've always kind of gravitated towards, whether as a fan or want to work with? Definitely. Like, I mean, like the Sean Penns, and the, I got to work with De Niro for a second on that yeah. film. Is that safe to say?
1: Absolutely. I, I have a lot of respect for people that can, uh, you know, create characters that are entirely different to them. I just feel like it's a little psychotic and a little not real. It's, it's cool. It's just not what I, it's not my favorite. My, my favorite thing is not to watch someone think of something, package it, and then deliver it to you perfectly i want to see you like surprise yourself and i want to see i, I want to see someone scared and like you know um so i think people like that are usually uh, a yeah. little bit more willing to do that so what are
0: the actors that you've seen up close that actually like work opposite that if, or you that goes through your brain you're like that's that's what, the, the technique is kind of what i aspire to what their mm. the, their bravery et cetera.
1: julianne more absolutely yeah yeah and juliette
0: binoche um
1: even though they they are really different, their styles are, enti- you know, their approaches are entirely different. Um,
0: Had you met Julianne way back when, when you worked with with Bart? Because that was uh, yeah, catch that kid, right? That was yeah. Bart's film.
1: Yeah, love Bart. I love that <laughs> family. It was so cool to work with her. It was like, uh, you know, I've I've been really lucky. The, the women that have played my mothers in movies, I've gotten, I've just worked with insane incredible people but with her like it it was she was I want her to be my mom I love my mom (laughs) but I would like to have two like she's it was so easy it was like breathing it was yeah
0: and let's talk uh, a little bit about uh, Sils Maria which is great too and I love your role in that one and it's I can only imagine the fun you had with that kind of role Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, and Julia, so Julia, <laughs> <laughs> it makes you laugh. Just to think of it, I see? know
1: that one scene is still is just like,
0: <laughs> there's some, I mean, there's some lines in there that just feel so like you mu- it must, it must've just rattled something in your brain. Like where this could just come out of my mouth anyway.
1: I was giddy saying the lines. Yeah. It was, there was, I, you know, um, it was like, it was tailored to me, but it wasn't, I mean, he wrote the script, didn't have me in mind at all. Um, yeah, no, that was hilarious. And it, it was so interesting to talk about on set, too. Like, it there is... It makes the movie more relevant and interesting because you just sense that I know what I'm talking about. Sure. Rather than... You know what I mean? Rather than having someone just saying lines they don't really have familiarity with, like, I'm... The same I literally had to keep the smile off of my I had to keep like the blood out of my cheeks. I was like turning red. I was like <laughs> uh, uh, this is hilarious.
0: It's also um, awesome because it, it captures what must be a very unique, strange kind of relationship between, you know, actor and personal assistant, et cetera. Mm. Where it, it must blur some in some cases blur the line between the friendship, but you know, you're paying that person too. You're in their you're in their employee. Yeah. Um is that something that has been is that weird for you? I'm sure you've had probably had some help over the years in terms of like assistance like that. Yeah. Did, did that kind of
1: My assistant was like my you know, he became my best friend for yeah. years. He still is. Um
0: Yeah. Did it ever get weird? Is there ever a moment where it's like Wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I <laughs> I'm raised. I'm like, You're my friend, but wait.
1: Um Yeah, we just didn't I wanna work with him. I wanna make movies yeah. with him. I you know what I mean? It was just at a certain point it was just like mm. I don't want to – I don't I definitely don't – Well, you definitely don't want to be working for me, quote-unquote, right. anymore. Like, done, done, done. Like, you're my friend. This is it. Let's, like, go for it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um But, no, it's weird, especially in this case with uh, Sills. Um, you've got a woman who's, like, really kind of lonely and isolated anyway. Right. And uh, so codependent. That relationship is just, like, you know, they're both mutually fascinated with each other, and so that's, like – it's, it's, it is it's a lot more than professional, but that happens all the time. I see it constantly. Like, actor-assistant dynamics are interesting. Like, they're everything to each other. Right. Uh, literally, like, they fulfill so many roles, like, fulfill so many, um, you know, like, basic you go task. through the basic rela- yep. relationships in life. <laughs> like, sister, friend, mom, both of them for each other. Like, yeah. sometimes I'm her mom, sometimes she's mine. Like, it really, you
0: know, yeah. Was uh, was Binoche... Uh, an intimidating actress to work with. I mean I don't know, I don't know if it's the French thing or mm. just her body of work or just yeah. her the air about her, but to me she would scare the shit out of me, I think if she sat down here. Um yeah. <laughs> I mean
1: I, I, she would also you she would also like bewitch you because she's, you know, incredible. She's everything you fantasize about. Like you're right. like, so she must be she must be really heady and, and like, you know, eccentric and kind of kooky and intimidating and, you know, sits there with, like, her cigarette and her coffee in the morning and is just, like, everything you would expect that, like, yeah. iconic French actress to be because she's so smart, like, and and expresses herself in a way that uh, is so not American. Like, it, it's, like, so lofty. And she reveals you to you. Like, it's like she pulls you right out of whatever she cuts
0: through a, yeah all the,
1: instantly everyone is just like boom <laughs> boom. like heart is just like on the table and it's 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 a serious scary. like power yeah she's got she's she's a powerful woman
0: um, do you keep that kind of that, that cliched this is one of those cliched interviewer questions I don't, know, I don't know why I'm asking it but like that that cliched kind of list of other actors that you wanna that you're dying to Work with or no? I
1: don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm sure that if we thought about it, that there's a ton of them. I want to work with him again.
0: I love Michael, Michael Shannon. Shannon. Yeah, amazing,
1: right? He's so yeah. He's so rad. Talk
0: about a presence though, when he walks in the room. I
1: know. Even physically, he's so huge. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. Did, so these three films because you know there was a, there was a, a break that wasn't I know like a, I don't think it was planned necessarily. Um, did these all come kind of relatively in quick succession? I know X-Ray was the first one, right after a bit of a break.
1: Yeah, um, X-Ray I had read, and then we started making it. Um, and the other projects I had, I think I had read Still Alice eight, ages ago. And you know, it's just it's some some of these movies take some time yeah. to put together. And um,
0: Did you shoot that one here in New York?
1: Yes. First time. I've never really shot a whole movie here. I was yet. say
0: I can't recall you being here for a significant period of time. With that.
1: It was great. I really loved it.
0: So what do we have to do to get you to move here? I, I know w- you're you're born I and bred. LA, I love LA.
1: know. I love it. I love New York too. I'm here a lot.
0: You know. It just seems knowing <laughs> again to go back to the the BS detector. Maybe this is a cliche as a New York born and bred New Yorker, and I have a bias against LA. You do,
1: and it's sad because it's <laughs> so not full of really? S. Yeah, no. no? It's rad. Honestly, like, it um, has a bad rap. And I think that, like, most most people that don't like L.A., at least within our industry, mm-hmm. it's because they go for work or they go knowing certain people. Like, you um, – you think everyone is in the business there. It's so right. not the case. Like, you know, you grow up, you go to high school there, most people that you know have nothing to do with the movie industry or the music, anything, you know what I mean? They're just like normal people living in Los Angeles that right. are not fake, weird, jamba juice, okay. drinking.
0: I'm clearly hanging out in the wrong circles.
1: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> I don't know, um, you know.
0: Would you? Um, just not,
1: just haven't tapped into the cool side. Okay, it's, give me know. a list of the cool places to go, <laughs> help me
0: out. Um, is is uh wh- what about the prospect of whether it's in New York or somewhere else? Is is theater something that you think about? I haven't seen much of it. Um, I does something the nature of what that is not jive with like your process. You think, or does it feel like something you'll get to at some point, or not? It's just not on a list for whatever reason.
1: Um, I think because I'm so not familiar with it, I haven't just I just haven't really considered it. Yeah. Um, it's. I, I love working really hard, and I like consistent work, and I'm definitely not intimidated by the workload. But it's different. I like sort of like stints of
0: of Intensity, hard, yeah. hard,
1: hard, hard, yeah, and then and then done. And I also I, I really, really love the privacy of it. Right. Not to say you don't have that in rehearsals and stuff, you know. Um, but I I would be willing to try it absolutely. I think I think one thing I might love is to feel, you know, sometimes uh, pressure is a huge, like, motivator. I think if there were a hundred people in front of me, it would be like, you better go. Right. Like, you better go now. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, and so I, that, I would like to feel what that feels like. I and I, I love that. the continuity of it, being yeah. able to do tell a story from start to finish right. every night and go have the that entire arc. experience. Yeah, 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 That'd be interesting.
0: It's interesting, because I was just talking to somebody else about, like, they were asking me if I get nervous for interviews, and I feel like it's comparable to what you were just saying. It's because and maybe you can sense this about me after these years, like, outside of interviews, I'm not, like, a necessarily social person, and I feel like I'm overcompensating everything by, like, putting myself in these crazy situations and yeah. the crowds and stuff. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's, like, psychically just getting through shit.
1: Totally. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's the most... It is weird. You're not, like,
0: yeah, somebody who
1: seems like they were, like, I am going to become...
0: Oh, yeah, I want to be Ryan Seacrest. I want to be... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. No. <laughs>
1: No, no, Well, yeah. I mean, I, I can completely relate. That's how I feel yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Like, not on a set. Uh, but when I'm when I'm doing any bit of press, like I'm about to go do Fallon. Right. And that 10-minute period is already, like, making my hands up. <laughs> uh.
0: Are you doing a bit? Or are you going to do anything? Or just the interview? Oh, I don't want to
1: uh, <laughs> no, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to hang out. Yeah,
0: because when you do your first bit, bit you're doing it with me, not Fallon. You
1: got what it. Saying. What do you mean, bit? Let's do so, a bit now. No,
0: we can't, I can't do that. It's not No, genuine experience. Genuine experience. It, just be it will be a genuine experience, but we're going to riff. <sighs> Michael Shannon, he played a non-sexual escort for me. That is really funny. He was amazing. Um, and scary all at the same time. <laughs> um, are you... Well, Emma I'm
1: Stone f- blew me away when she went on Fallon and did that lip syncing thing. Yes, I've watched like pretty much all of them now on YouTube. I am honestly, I bow to <laughs> her. I there is nothing. She is complete. I I've always been a huge fan. I think yeah. she's hilarious, but like that was inc- I could never. I just there is just no fucking way. And like I'm so blown away by that performance. Like
0: I just saw her last night in Birdman. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Is That's that a good movie? This that movie it's the best movie I've seen this year it's amazing it's
1: somewhat of a continuous shot right I've heard that yeah, it's sort of like that, and I'm
0: such a geek for that yeah, like me too, I grew I up love like that. I don't know if you ever watched like any of Brian De Palma's stuff like totally. how he was into all that and this is supposedly one g- it's not one continuous shot of course but it, it masks it throughout with some seamless editing and, but the filmmaking the performances so Edward cool. Norton amazing um, what are you are you are you watching much of anything TV film what are you geeking out on right now I've,
1: had, I've been off for a week, so I, no, <laughs> so not So you yet. haven't caught
0: up on everything? What? <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> is there a no. list? Is there a TV show that's like, oh, God, I got better get through that? Cause there um, is no I haven't I seen, I have to ha- see
1: yeah, House of Cards, I haven't seen that yet. That's really good. Yeah. Um, I just worked with an actress that was on it, too, for a little bit, so. Nice. Yeah, I want to see it.
0: I would put uh, Throw in Fargo in there, which uh,
1: Really? That movie? was so strange when I saw the billboards for that, and I was oh, like, what? I know. What? I know. And it's really good? It's
0: one of the best things I've seen.
1: I, that's one of my favorite movies ever.
0: And it's weird, it's not like a sequel, it's just kind of like a riff mm. off of Fargo, which mm. is amazing. Um, are you, what, in your week off or in your downtime on sets, have you been, are you writing? Or are you kind of like playing around with stuff? And what kind of stuff, like when you have your, your downtime, what are you trying to creatively do outside of acting?
1: Um, well, as you know, I write a lot of poetry, <laughs> so I still do that. And I, and I have something prepared for you <laughs> today. <laughs> I actually read one of them in Equals, and it like just made me... I was, like, such a, like, vulnerable little moment for me. It was like, come on, just do it. Um, It was cool. Uh, I wrote wrote my short, finally. It was just this little thing that I want to do, but... um,
0: You directed recently for the first time. You directed the music video.
1: Yeah. What? Nothing. It was awesome. I had a great time. It was literally, I kind of followed my friend around for a bit and uh, cut together, like, a, a short montage of, like, her life... And uh, yeah, that's it. It was really fun. I was like, I was in Nashville and LA, and drove all over the place. And yeah, it was awesome.
0: Between that and the uh, Jenny Lewis music video, you're just knocking everything off the bucket list. There's gonna be nothing left for you next year.
1: That was so much fun. Was it amazing? Oh my god, I was at, like that. Another that was another like, just do it. Like because initially I was like, I could never. I can't even imagine totally. talking to her. You know what I mean? Like,
0: well, so I couldn't. I couldn't oh, so say your no. Performance in it is something that like felt.
1: I don't even know what that was going to be. She was just like, "Just come on, we're just going to hang out and like shoot some stuff." And I was like, "Okay, I don't really know what that means, but like, I can't say no." <laughs>
0: <laughs> After I've talked about you in a thousand interviews. I can't
1: ruin my life and say <laughs> no to that. I have to do myself a favor and like just do it. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it's it was it was
0: awesome. Hey, cool. Who was that? What, Anne Hathaway? was in that? What was Brie Larson? Brie Larson. Yeah. She's amazing yeah. too, right? She is so cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was a really good day. Rad chicks. Rad chicks all yeah. around.
0: Yeah. So what? Um, Speaking of rad chicks, like, uh, it's, it struck me whenever, like, uh, this got a lot of attention when, like, Emma Watson went out in front of, like, the UN and made this amazing speech. It got all the totally. attention. Yeah, that was cool, too. Amazing, right? Yeah, she's awesome. Do you feel like at this point, like, are you, I mean, you've been through such, like, a crazy ringer in terms of media insanity. Like, do you feel like you could ever do something comparable to that at this point? Like, would you feel comfortable being more outspoken in that way, whether it's a, whatever issue you're into at the time? You know what I mean? Right. Or does it feel um, like it's just not you? And again, you need to be you. And at the end of the day,
1: right? Um, I, I would, I would love to, <clears throat> I would love to like spearhead projects, and yeah. I would love to fund certain things. I'm never going to stand up in front of the UN and make a speech. That's just, <laughs> just really not probably you. not going to happen, yeah. you know? Because um, I had an offer for unless you. Unless something That's happened. A shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I respect the hell out of her. I think she's... I think that was awesome. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I mean, you can, like, affect change without being... Yeah, there are a thousand ways. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, who knows? Maybe something will happen and I'll feel... You right. know, moved to, to like you know, shout from the rooftop something, but I'm not sure what that is yet.
0: When you got the uh, on the caller ID or whatever, and it said like Stephanie Meyer or Summit or whatever Twilight, were you like, oh Jesus, here we go again? Recently, when they recently? Late. Yeah, well I'm sure they. Were <laughs> the, however, they reached out to you <laughs> and asked about the, the whole um, judging <laughs> thing or whatever we want to call it. <laughs> were you were you like, oh my God, here we go again, mm. or what?
1: Um, I mean, like I'm fairly in touch with those guys. Yeah. We, yeah um. So yeah it wasn't it wasn't weird. I was like curious about it and uh, you know flattered that they wanted me to be a part of it. I think it's cool like I think yeah. uh, I'm all about women in film and I'm generally just kind of interested to see what people make. yeah um.
0: It seems like yeah, and obviously inevitable that they were going to try and figure out what what the logical next step is and this seems like, oh crowdsourced kind of thing let the let, yeah. the let the fans figure it out for us
1: yeah it's a cool little project yeah i don't even know really what it, i don't know too much about it i can't wait to see i don't even what know like the with? scale of yeah exactly yeah. like how did they get the money to make their little movies and like where who are they how old are they i know nothing about right. it i'm
0: curious um you may have noticed there's an indiana jones fedora on my desk and that's that not for me and it's filled with some random questions. You okay. don't have to don't worry. I know there are like 100 in there. You don't have to answer all of them. Oh, okay. Um, so why don't we finish up with a couple of these uh, and uh, and see what fate has in store for you. You okay. ready, Kristen? Mm. If it's a bad one, we can do it, everyone. Do what do you got?
1: Zombies or vampires? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have chosen oh, no. a better question.
0: <laughs> or a worse one, depending on your perspective.
1: Right. Um, okay, well, I don't really have an answer for that. <laughs> Should drugs and or prostitution be legalized? Oh, wow,
0: provocative. They're not all that pro- – I don't know what is in your hand that's, like, picking these particular questions, but you're getting an interesting bunch.
1: Um, you know, I think there's two sides to that coin, okay. which I, un- I understand both. Um, I, I, I don't know. Okay, I don't have an enough. answer for that. I wonder. I mean, it would be interesting to know how people would react if they weren't told no. Right. You know what I mean? It makes something entirely desirable as yeah. soon as someone says no to you. But at the same time, I, well,
0: I country, definitely think yeah. I mean, <laughs> the country isn't going to hell now that what a bunch of states have legalized marijuana. We're still right. we're still standing. So yeah. there's that at least. What's right. uh, we need to finish on something softer? Lighter, okay, yeah, maybe that. not Come that on. one. Um, when I was a kid,
1: my hero was. There we go. That's good. Um, I didn't really have one. That's the thing. I'm trying to think. Like I, when I was in kindergarten, I wanted to be a rock star, and as soon as I turned, like you know. Nine or ten, I wanted to be an actor, but never like I never was like I'm gonna be a movie star. Right.
0: It's
1: always like way more into musicians, to be honest. Nice. Um,
0: Idol worship can be a little dangerous, anyway.
1: That's weird. Yeah, I'm I'm really not into that. I was super into Jim Morrison for a bit, which was really funny (laughs) when
0: I was like very, very little. Probably too little to actually. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't
1: know what any of this means, but it feels cool. Uh,
0: That amazing Oliver Stone film, The Doors, Val Kilmer—he was Jim Morrison. Yeah, he was great in that. Yeah. Uh, it's always good to see you, my friend. Uh, congratulations on all the films, the 16 different films coming out in the next few months. Camp X-Ray, Clouds of Sils Maria, and uh, Still Alice, which I know when people will eventually get to see. Everyone's going to love your performance in Julianne's. Um, thanks for stopping by the office.
1: No, man, thanks for having me.